Hi, thank you for joining me today. My name is John Newby. This is John 2028 Apologetics and Lion and Lamb Podcast. Today's podcast is going to be about Matthew Delahante and Romans 1. I recommend you go check out uh, Matthew Delahante, uh, some of his debates, in particular one he had against Andrew Wilson, who's an Eastern Orthodox Christian. Um, he's a, uh, it's, it's awesome. I recommend you watch it. But I wanted to bring up Romans 1, how the Bible foretells people, this atheist, this non-belief in God, how there are several um, changes in their, in their beliefs and their lifestyle that unfolds throughout this um, rejecting of God. And it's foretold by Paul in the book of Romans, right at the very first chapter. So, um, yeah, in case you also, I should have probably told you, you know, Matthew Delahante is a uh, atheist debater. So he's somebody who debates against God. Okay. Um, Paul starts off his letter by saying, Paul, a slave of Christ. Um, and he talks about verses one through seven. He talks about how, um, that the scriptures are the ones that foretold about, uh, Jesus coming through, uh, the seed of David, so he's setting up his authority, who he's called it a, to be an apostle under. Okay, so then we go on down to verse 16. Okay, um, for I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Um, for in it the righteousness of God is revealed. From faith to faith, as is written, but the righteous will live by faith. Verse 18 For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth. So, the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all those ungodliness and unrighteous men of, uh, who suppress the truth and unrighteousness. So, he's speaking about Sodom and Gomorrah being destroyed. Through uh, because of their homosexuality and their lifestyles, okay, because that is which is known about God is evident within them, for God made it evident to them. For since the creation of the world, His invisible attributes, both His eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly seen, being understood through what has been made, so that they are without excuse. So now He's tackling the unbeliever, so people like Matthew Delahante. Um, my wife recently asked me, why is there so much life in the ocean? Like, why, why, why would God do all this? And it's because here he's, he's showing off. God is showing off. He's showing off his, his creativity and his power and his wisdom. And he's showing it off. So you are without excuse. An unbeliever is without excuse. Again, verse 19, because that which is known about God is evident within them for God made it evident to them for since the creation verse 20 for since the creation of the world his invisible attributes both his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen being understood through what has or excuse me through what has been made so that they are without excuse for even though they knew God they did not glorify him as God or give thanks. So they still know that God is real in the side of their hearts. Okay. But they became futile in their thoughts and their foolish hearts was darkened. Professing to be wise. This does not sound like an atheist like Matthew Dinohante. 
uh, professing to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of the incorruptible God for an image in the likeness of corruptible man and of birds and four-footed animals and crawling creatures. So they began to worship, they began to um, you know, praise the creation. It's all about the creation. It's all about animals. It's all about... So you see how this no belief in God starts to bring in other beliefs into it, which brings in more degeneracy. Okay, and you're going to see this here as we as we read along through Paul's letters. So it's not just, oh, I don't believe in God. The other beliefs start to evolve from atheism. Because, first of all, you already know the truth. You already can look at the universe and its complexity and know that God has to be here. But you reject all that. But then you start to worship the creation. Okay, and... So verse 24, therefore God gave them over in their lusts, in the lust of their hearts to impurity. Um, God gives people over to what they want eventually. Like the Pharaoh. Pharaohs back then historically were horrible people. And the Pharaoh in the Old Testament, God hardened his heart because that's what he wanted. He gave it to him. God's not going to force you to spend eternity with him in heaven if you can't give him your life on earth. He gives you what you want. Therefore, God gave them over in the lust of their hearts to impurity so that their bodies would be dishonored among them. For they exchanged the truth of God for a lie and worshiped and served the creature rather than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. For this reason, God gave them over to dishonorable passion. So now you're starting to see first it starts with not acknowledging God's real. Then it starts getting into worshiping the the creation and only acknowledging the creation. Oh, save the earth and all the I'm not saying not don't save the earth. I'm saying though this is their this is their God. It becomes their God becomes a creation. So this is a step in in the evolutionary process, no pun intended, and from atheism. And then it rolls into other branches of of uh, of their belief system. So, for this reason, God gave them over dishonorable passions. What do you think that is? That's homosexuality. For their females, and this is going to talk about lesbianism. For their females exchanged a natural function for that what which is unnatural. And in the same way, also the males abandoned the natural function of the female and burned in their desire towards one another. Males with male committing indecent acts and receiving in their own person the due penalty of their error okay now this that gets pretty graphic when you look deep into what that really means it, I try not to say it on YouTube but because I'm gonna put this on YouTube as well but just just look into uh, Romans 1 26 and 27 okay Verse 28, and just as they did not see fit to acknowledge God, God gave them over to an unfit mind to do those things which are not proper, having been filled with all unrighteousness, wickedness, greed, evil, full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, malice. They are gossips, slanderers, haters of God, violent, arrogant, boastful, inventors of evil, disobedient to parents, without understanding, untrustworthy, unloving, unmerciful what's funny is by the way is that whenever you speak to an atheist they want to like Matthew Dillahante 
he will uh, put up a standard of what he believes to be right and just. And if you don't agree with him, even though he has no objective standard for that, and but if you don't agree with him, then you're the one who is uh, unreasonable. He, you're the way, but he's the one that's preaching tolerancy, right? So it's tolerant to accept others for their beliefs, but you got to believe what I believe. And if you don't, then you're a bigot or you're, you know, you're not a good person, even though he has no objective moral standard for what any of that is. It's just him, which is circular. That's what it is. It's just whatever Matthew Dillahante thinks and it's circular. Now, verse 32, and although they know the righteous requirement of God, that those who practice such things are worthy of death, they not only do the same, but also give hearty approval to those who practice them. So people who disagree and don't believe in God, they give hearty approval to. And people who practice this degeneracy. Now, what does all this got to do with Matthew Delahante? Matthew Delahante was apparently at one point, according to his own testimony, a Christian, quote Christian. I would love to press him one day on the Trinity, see what he actually knows about the gospel, see if he was, see if he, if he understood the true Nicene Creed, things like that. I would love to press him on that one day. Um, or somebody else better than me press him on it. But anyways, so he abandoned the faith, his own testimony, if he was a true Christian or not, whatever. But his own testimony is he abandoned it. And now, Matthew Delahante, through his atheism, he started developing his own um, secular belief system, and which, which is at the church of Matthew Delahante, right? And as Paul says, which this could lead to, it's homosexuality and worshiping of the, of, the, of the earth and whatnot. You can listen to him in his debates. He talks about the earth. And guess what? He's dating. He was married to a, to a woman. Now he's with a man who believes to be a woman named Arden Hart. So all of his rhetoric towards Christianity, all of it, where he doesn't believe in God, it's all cope because he has been a homosexual this entire time. So it's not reason, it's not science, it's none of those none of those things is what's led him to become an atheist. None of it. It's because he wants a homosexual lifestyle with a man who believes that He's a woman named Arden Hart who does OnlyFans. That's his true motive. This is the love of sin. This is the love of of self. This is the love of um, his own authority. This is the same lie that was used in the garden, where where this where Satan said. God does not want you to eat of the apple of knowledge because you'll know all things. You'll Basically, you'll be your own authority. You're like God. This is what Matthew Delahante's fault in because it's whatever he believes to be ethical, ethical and moral is the standard. That's it. But he'll, but he'll also be somebody who will say, for instance, like God is perhaps some moral monster in the Old Testament 
But he doesn't have any basis upon that why he can say that God's a moral monster. Because what does he base his morals off of? Himself? It's obviously, he doesn't base all of his beliefs on facts because Aiden Hart is a man. So how can you be a champion, a quote, champion of science when his, quote, girlfriend is a man dressed as a woman? How are you a champion of science when you want others to say that that is a woman when it is in fact not a woman? So there's a massive contradiction. So it's his belief system and his own ideology is what is shaping this. It's got nothing to do with science or empirical evidence or any of that. It's got to do with what he wants. But this just isn't a Matthew Delahante problem. This is a problem that's growing in society. As as Christianity is eroding from our country, we're seeing degeneracy on the rise. We're seeing more and more divorces. We're seeing... Um, marriages crumble we're seeing that the birth rate is dropping we're not even on a replacement birth rate you understand right that it a husband and a wife have to have two kids to replace the two right and we're under that rate and Elon Musk has brought this up multiple times on Twitter so he's he's at least acknowledging it so his prescription I disagree with was to just have kids and um, with random women because he's not upholding a a Christian um, worldview where it's with one woman but he's at least acknowledging the problem so I disagree with his prescription but this is this is what I was falling to this is what's happening as atheism and these things are on the rise and it's just based upon it's their own their fault their followers are their own lusts that's what it is their own lust. It's got nothing to do with um, uh, objective truth or, uh, well, you know, I just haven't seen evidence yet. I'm just not convinced. That's not an argument. That's not an argument. I can say that about anything. And look, I mean, you could go on any social media and you could see, I mean, look at this last part again on Revelation, or excuse me, uh, Romans 1. Having been filled with all the unrighteousness, wickedness, greed, evil, full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, malice, they are gossip, slanderers, haters of God. Jesus Christ's name is a swear word all over the world. Violent, arrogant, boastful, inventors of evil, disobedient to parents. Well, you're going to tell me that ain't a problem today? You see how, You see how this is the word of God? You see how Paul... In the first century, around 50 AD, when he wrote this letter, 60 AD, when he wrote this letter, how it can be applied to 2024 America today. See all these, all these branches that sprout out from the dead tree of atheism. You see this? So I'll wrap it up with here. I just wanted to point this out to you. The power of scripture. And I, I highly recommend. Again I highly recommend you go watch the debate. Of Matthew Del Hante Versus Andrew Wilson. The Eastern, he's an Eastern Orthodox Christian. And listen to it. Listen to what he says. He grants him his entire worldview. Just, just, I don't want to spoil it for you. If you ain't seen it. 
just go watch it. He doesn't have a leg to stand on. Atheists don't have a leg to stand on. They don't. Because they're without excuse. The scripture's clear. They're without excuse. And it leads to degeneracy. It leads to the fall of society. That's what it leads to. Thank you for listening. God bless you in Jesus' name.